from a personal experience, you have to stick to your guns. And if you and if you choose not to choose in, then you're going to get shit for it. But you've got to stick with it. Be consistent. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Does that that mean yes? (laughs) All right. Well, you found your way back to the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast with your co-hosts, the lovely Lexi Rodriguez and uh, yours truly, Dr. Tony Dufresne. Hey, Lex, how you doing? Good to have you back this week. It's good to be back. How's it going? It's going well. You know, we're coming up against the Christmas holiday thing, and I talked about it last week because I talked about the presents and really good presents to give on a budget that are meaningful and have yeah, that was value. a good one. And I did kind of tee it up for this week because I wanted to talk about this Christmas tradition stuff. And I'm a history geek, and we've talked about this before. And uh, I, but there's a lot of stuff I didn't know when I went through and I kind of researched uh, the Christmas tradition stuff. So. I want to touch base on that, and then you brought up a great point in the second half of the show. We'll talk about how Christmas changes as you get older. Yeah, it changes. Your experience and I mean, changes. Your responsibility changes. It's kind of an emotional roller coaster too, because you're so used to a certain feeling and the condition that you are brought up, and you're so used to that feeling, whether it was good or bad. Honestly, it could go both ways. And coincidentally enough, this is my first Christmas not being home in Tucson, Arizona, with my parents. So it is kind of different, but I'm going with the flow, and I'm kind of creating my own traditions. And so we're going to get into that because I think that's really important for millennials to hear. I think so too. And and you brought Ed. Uh, I wanted to start off the show by just kind of getting into our own little experiences and how different our Christmases are right now because uh, you you had indicated that uh, you're still the kid in, totally, in the Christmas Totally, and you're like scenario. talking about all the well, shit well, I, you I have got, to do. Yeah, I, I, got, I got my parents are coming into town. Well, my daughter's birthday is on Friday. She was born on the 23rd, so I got all that happening. And then my parents are coming to town. I got to pick them up. So I am the I am totally And you have the, two new grandbabies, not yeah, to throw well, that one, out no, there. No, one, one at two and one that was just born. So Caleb was just yeah. born. And so I've got, and I got friends in town. And so I'm the one that's out there organizing shit and doing all that stuff and so it's uh yeah it's it's a bit of a different experience than what you're doing in regards to just totally and this is me adulting i mean when i lived in phoenix i could come home and kind of knock knock out my gifts and go see grandma and do all that stuff now it's like i gotta make a trip to the post office i gotta get all my gifts ordered ahead of time because i'm gonna pack them up and send them um, so it is different, but then also I have my parents on that other side that are like sending me stocking stuffers and they want to send me stuff and they still want me to have presents that I can open on Christmas. And that, I mean, it's not even about that, but it's sweet that they are, are they want me to still feel that magic of, you know, Santa Claus being around. As a parent, uh, I have to say that I I try to to have that last as long as possible with Rach until she started 
you know, with Josh and then they got married and now they have their own gig. So it's because it's but the funnest part is, is, yeah, is really being a parent and having the kids go through this stuff. I have, I had way more joy out of seeing my, or seeing my daughter go through the Christmas stuff than I ever had myself. Oh, I bet. So it's I bet. just, you know, I mean, you get to a point where you love giving gifts and just giving even a card. I, I gave a bunch of regulars at my job Christmas cards and just to see them like not even expect it to see people in that happy state is beautiful. And I think we forget about it. We only think about it during Christmas. So this is also kind of the show to be like, fucking be happy and be giving like that every fucking day of the year. Yeah. And I, and I touched on that last week and the fact that the, that, that gifts can be simple inexpensive and have massive amounts of value. The fact that you're giving something just to acknowledge their place in your life, that you have a level of care for them, that you have a level of concern that you think about them. That's the key. It has nothing to do with the the diamond brooch or the Mercedes in the fucking parking lot with the bow around it, which I hate. I hate those commercials because it just. It, I think it's everything that's wrong with. Uh, it with it's, it's just Seriously. pointless. So so let's roll into this history part, and then uh, I, and I'm going to read some stuff off to you because I found it really fascinating, and then we'll uh, and then I want to hear what you have to say. So the first recorded Christmas being celebrated. On December twenty fifth was didn't start till three thirty six A.D., which is three hundred and you know three hundred fifty years after Christ, and it was during the time of uh, Constantine, which is Roman emperor. And then a few years later, they officially ruled the birth on December the twenty fifth. Now you realize that his birth was actually his Jesus Christ birth, based upon the North Star, which they say now is was is Jupiter. They thought that Jupiter was was the North Star, and they kind of they kind of did the science on it, and they realized mm-hmm. that it was actually in the springtime, give or take. Oh, so, really? but the reason why it's December twenty fifth is is really as a replacement because what happened was in in Rome it, they used to have winter solstice all around the Europe at that time. And winter solstice was basically it right when the the winter was kind of tailing off, and then the spring was coming, and they were starting to celebrate the fact that they have survived basically. And this was celebrated all through North to South Europe. And in Rome, they had a thing called Saturnalia, and it was the celebration of the Saturn god. And it was quite the fest. They actually did this thing where, and, and I'll, I'll actually read it because it's, it's perfect. It says, uh, in Rome, where winters were not as harsh as the, in the far north, they had this Saturnalia, and it was a holiday. Uh, beginning the week leading up to the winter solstice and continuing for a full month, Saturnalia was a hedonistic time when food and drink were plentiful, and the normal Roman social order was turned upside down. For a month, slaves would become masters. Pe- wow. Peasants were in command of the city. That's right. Businesses and schools were closed <laughs> so everybody can join in the fun. How cool does that sound? You know, the first thing I thought when you said that was when we talk about our ego a lot on this podcast is like, how the fuck did those quote unquote masters be like, well, it's just that time for a month. I'm about to be this motherfucker's slave. How did I don't believe that like they did that willingly? Well, it's because it's it. But that's the power of tradition. It's the power of social order. That's the reason why we do weird shit that we do that's why we celebrate christmas the way that we do because wow that's how it all started and what happened was is that the church wasn't happy with all this hedonistic stuff 
and they wanted to uh, change it up and they wanted to celebrate the birth of Christ and they wanted to get rid of all this crazy shit that was going on. So they changed his birthday to the 25th of December to replace all of this solstice stuff. And then uh, it gave them a much better path for that to be accepted because if they if they implemented that at that time and they took all of the party and stuff away, then nobody would have been happy. They would have been pissed and they would have rebelled against the Catholic church. So what they did was they actually said it was Jesus's birthday and it was like a slow transition. They still did partying and all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until like the Puritans that came along uh, that they actually, and in old England, like hundreds of years later, they actually started, they would jail people for celebrating Christmas. After, wow. after a while, which is shocking, right? Because you wouldn't think that that would be the case. It, that's in old England. And then when it came over to, to the Americas, the Puritans made it all religious and made it what it is today in terms of going to church and celebrating the birth of Christ. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how all that came about, which it is, is crazy to see it all kind of come full circle, too. I mean, when you said rebel, I think of now if we ever did anything like that in a society where rebellion is is more more relevant than fucking anything than listening to tradition than following tradition i feel like now it's more relevant to be like no fuck that even if you do agree but it all comes first full circle with like tradition of saying merry christmas it's like now we have things being thrown out there like it's not politically correct to say merry christmas but it's like come on this Mm -hmm. goes back uh, hundreds of thousands of years it's like let us just have a little bit of tradition and in a society where we're really trying to change every fucking thing up. And I honestly think it's a good thing. You know, I think it's a, I think it's a commentary. I agree. I think it's a commentary on um, political correctness and the fact that people think that certain things are politically correct where they, they have no idea what the origins behind what they think is politically correct. It's funny. You know, exactly. you, you know, that Christmas versus that Merry Christmas versus Merry Xmas thing that people have a hard time about. Do you realize that yeah. that the Xmas is actually a representation of Christ? It, it started in the 16th century. The X stands for Chi, which back then standed for Christ. So yeah. the X is perfectly fine. Yet people and Christians, these uh, these right-wing nutjobs, think that you're taking the Christ out of Christmas, which is not even the case at all. They just don't know their fucking history. That's why when people want to have a conversation about politically correct I just am like, if you want to sit there and even have this conversation so that what I'm saying about my family and my tradition doesn't bother you, you're, I can already tell because you want to initiate this conversation that you're ignorant and you don't know the history behind what you're really trying to fight. And that's, and that's the key. That's, but that's why I like the, when, the millennials. I like you guys coming along because you guys start asking the questions. You're asking the reasons why all this shit is up in the internet now, which back in the day when I was around, it didn't used to be all I was fed was the shit that I was fed when I went to church, which is all just one organization's take on stuff. And most of the time that organization's take on stuff is to keep you, you underneath their thumb and for you to tie them and for them to continue to have the power. So as you can tell, I'm not a big fan of, I'm not a big fan of organized religion, as you can tell. So the uh, well, uh, again, we come from two different backgrounds and perspectives because you just made a great point is like you were brought up and the knowledge that you were fed was everything you learned in church about tradition and about religion and these holidays. And I was brought up in church, but I also was brought up 
with the freedom to research and ask whatever questions I wanted to ask. My parents will still answer questions. And if anything, the tables have turned, you know, and I'm answering these questions for my parents and I'm kind of throwing in my way of living towards them. But you know what is really cool is I can keep my Catholic traditions when it comes to holidays alive and I can feel how I feel towards them. And you know what? The power of choice is great because I can choose to believe what I want to choose, but I don't see anything wrong with these uplifting positive traditions that my family raised me around that, that were involved with the Catholic church. But then I do see some things that I have read and I have done research on that I don't agree with, but it's cool because millennials can kind of pick and choose their religion and and they can kind of make up their own exactly it all comes down to there i mean there are christmas trees there are stockings there's going to church there's all this stuff is it something that's the entire uh, point of this whole show today that we're doing because ask yourself person listening ask yourself this are there certain traditions or certain things that happen during this period of time which traditionally and i'm using air quotes is a very stressful time for a lot of people are what what are the reasons why things are so stressful? Is it because you're trying to follow these particular traditions and they're not working for you? Which I'm I would be surprised if all of them were working for you at this point right. anyway. And that's all we're trying to do is trying to empower you to take a look and to understand that maybe some things that you're following or some of your family traditions aren't necessarily set up to to make your life conducive to you moving forward or you enjoying your time. I mean, do you know why we have Christmas trees? It's just because Prince Albert uh, brought it over from Germany back in the day and it was in it was in England and they made a picture out of it and everybody puts a fucking Christmas tree. Do you not like the tree and then don't do it? Amazing. Well that's what I mean. Do you like it or not? I mean that's the whole point. It's just it it you know, do you care about mistletoe? Do you care about poinsettias? Do you care about the candy cane? Christmas cards, Rudolph? I mean, it's if if you really want to if there's and those are totally benign examples and usually nobody has any problem with any of those things but i'm just saying if you have an issue with any of the traditions that are out there take a look i think you'd be surprised if if we haven't mentioned it already with the whole thing about uh christmas actually being a hedonistic mardi gras type of thing like it used to be which it should be now uh but Mm -hmm. uh if something doesn't work for you then Ask the question. And that's what I love about millennials. You guys are the why generation. The first generation that I've seen out of the last, the two that I know of, uh, well, the three now, including you guys, that actually have has the balls collectively to ask the question why about a lot of stuff. You know why millennials are doing that too is because, I mean, if you really want to dig deep, I mean, we're all still... and millennials are out there that have recently graduated college. We're all still looking for jobs. We're also looking for full-time jobs. If you're a millennial that's an entrepreneur, you are working on this total success plan that you're just like spending all of your time on. So I think we're asking the questions of these traditions that kind of pull us away from really digging our hearts into our entrepreneurial life. And so we're like, hey, hold up. If I'm going to go Caroline, why am I going to go fucking Caroline? Because I need six hours to work on this blog that I need to post by tomorrow. So please tell me why I'm about to sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer outside somebody's door. Exactly. And and, and the just because or, or, you the, the reason of well because we've done it we've all we've always done it's not it good are enough. the worst reasons to do anything because it's all it's been done that way 
Well, and that answer when it comes to anything reason. take away Christmas uh, for this conversation for one second, that answer be just because, because that's how we do it, because that's how we've always done it. Those answers are unacceptable in this world right now. And, and you should never accept that answer when they, it they comes should to be. anything. That's a whole nother show. They should be. And it is. And, but that comes up to the individual actually having the courage, having the confidence, having the awareness and the grounding in themselves to actually say, wait a minute. <laughs> This might not work for me. So those are the kind of the Christmas traditions that we wanted to talk about. And uh, for the second half here, I, I wanted to throw out to you uh, the whole the, the difference uh, as you grow up from being a kid, being a teenager, uh, getting into being a young adult and uh, getting out on your own and the responsibilities, how Christmas changes and how yeah. to, you know, and, and how to get the most out of every particular point. Because, of course, the totally. kid part is easy. Because you're fed the you're fed the Santa thing, and you understand that it's gifts and it's presents, and that's as simple. And you do as not it is. you don't have to go to school and no, family no, and exactly. happiness it's, and chocolate. It's all upside: candy, candy canes. You got a, a fresh smelling tree in the house. You got this this fat dude in this suit that's going to come down. Your, even if you don't have a chimney, grant it's your come wishes. Down yeah. That, that being said, as a side note, the reason why Santa Claus is the way that he is is because of Coca Cola. Just, just letting you know. Be- he just got really fat. No, he no. I just no because no, <laughs> the Coca Cola no, made him no really fat. It's because Coca Cola. Oh. <laughs> he was he actually started off as Sinterklaas. It was a Norwegian guy who used to go around and, and bring gifts to kids and stuff. And he was in all different colors. Uh, Coca Cola wanted to brand him, and so it was in the 30s or the 20s, 20s or 30s that they actually branded him. They put him because Coca Cola was red and white, so they put him in red and white. And that's our Santa Claus. Coca-Cola wow. created our Santa Claus. Go figure, wow. right? So, you know, so as a kid, it's all upside because you're getting presents and all that kind of stuff. And we we don't really, I mean, I, do you know of any kid that really looks at, at Christmas as a time where they're just around everybody and it's the joy of celebrating life with the people that are around you? I don't think so. No, but, but if I were to run into a child like that, it would be, in my opinion, nowadays more than back then i've run into some really cool aware kids um the past year actually that are really just appreciative of their family and just like the pleasant time with their family which is cool it's definitely really odd but i mean growing up my mom was um very traditionally catholic and my dad's side of the family was jehovah's witnesses Mm. so Right. I had cousins on my dad's side of the family that did not. It wasn't Christmas. They always had family day once in a while, but they didn't celebrate Christmas. So to be really heavily involved in a family that does in a huge Catholic family that does, it was different. But you know what? We're we were all raised very aware because of that, because I had to ask questions at a young age. You know what I mean? I wasn't just around tradition, tradition, tradition. I had a family that I spent a Hmm. lot of time with that wasn't following complete um, Christian tradition, if you will. And I think that did a lot for me growing up. Absolutely. That's a cool experience. I mean, I can't there are kids out there like that. Yeah, Yeah, it was interesting. I'm hoping that, Um, yeah, I'm hoping that the kids nowadays, because you guys are starting to have kids, the 25 to 35 year old millennials are having kids and like my daughter, and you guys are more open to communication and to a deeper level of understanding. Again, another reason why I think the millennials kick ass. So as you get it, so then as you get into 
to adolescence, it sort of changes. You become aware of certain things. I'm, uh, you know, in terms of what's real and what's not, I'm not going to say it exactly just in case somebody's, yeah. somebody's listening, but, and then it, it sort of shifts into, and then it sort of shifts into, uh, gifts. I, I don't know for me and for my daughter, it sort of shifted into just like high value gifts, like a cell phone or right. something of that nature, but it still was around the gift thing. Uh, my experience. How about you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, mine was obviously around gifts, but it was m- m- more about having the family over all at once because that was hard. I mean, I grew up playing sports and having a schedule every day of the year. You know what I mean? So Christmas was kind of the time that we all slowed down a little bit. And um, that was really cool. Obviously, I was down to get a power wheel when I was five, and that was awesome. And then I think one year, me and my brother got a trampoline, and that was the coolest fucking thing ever. But my parents never gave us, I mean, a power wheel is kind of odd for a five. I don't know. My parents never gave us, like, ridiculously expensive gifts, number one, because they didn't have the money, but number two, because they didn't want me to base my Christmas experience off of the material things that I got. They wanted me to know that it was time to eat tamales and have fun with my family and just really come together as a family. But I think the beauty of growing up and kind of moving away from home and creating your own life is creating your own traditions and kind of pulling your parents out of this numbing, um, every day redundant act or an every year redundant act that they are so used to. I think that I'm helping them. If anything, by being right. That's what I was going to ask you. So now that in your position now, are you, do you have a level of influence to be able to start to shift that experience? Oh, totally. And uh, I think that it's that? beautiful. I, know, it's I do. I yeah. love it because, you know, on one side, it's like, fuck, I really want to make it home for Christmas. But on the other side, it's like, my parents are proud that I have a really good job in a beautiful city that I love. And they're just like, you know what? And, and it really warms my heart that they're like, it's all good. Cause I'm like, fuck, you know, it's not all good. Like I need to be home for Christmas, but we're going to create our own tradition. We're going to celebrate another day or before, or you know what I mean? Like there is room for change. And I think that that something so little when it comes to changing the day that you celebrate a holiday that is complete social order and how people just create their lives around this one day Mm -hmm. is really beautiful because it goes to show that you can create the life that you want in any type of way. I had, I had a really hard time with my mom because I moved out to Arizona 11 years ago, took Rachel, brought Rachel out uh, from Orange County. And we, of course we've been back and forth for Christmas and whatnot. And she had such a hard time when we didn't get back on Christmas. And I, I kept asking her, why is it so important on this one day, this one day that other people or this tradition has said that is apparently more important than any other day, which... And she almost had a heart attack. Well, she's, yeah. like, oh, she's like, oh, but it's... I, so, I, so I said, take a step back, mom, and listen to yourself for a minute and realize that there's no basis of fact giving this day more importance than any other day. Isn't the important thing being together regardless totally. of the day? And I think a lot of people really put a lot of pressure on themselves if they don't get totally. back to back on their Christmas so they can't make it. It's like a terrible thing in life. And it's totally. it doesn't have to be. 
You know what? The hard part of, about that is having the family that doesn't understand and that think you're being completely disrespectful by not being there or by um, not doing these things that you normally do. And Absolutely. that family that doesn't understand has nothing to do with Christmas and it has everything to do with their understanding and their grasp on um, evolution in your life. Anyways, and you know, Uh, and and that's how that's I've learned a lot this year about that and about you can't let that get to you. There are times that I go home and we've probably spoken about this plenty of times on the podcast because it's just this is how I'm getting inspired to work harder and to create my own life is because I go home and I still have family members being like, so how, you know, are you going to stay out there for like six more months or when are you moving back to Tucson? I can get you a job. There's this front desk job at this office that I, and I'm like, you guys don't fucking get yeah, it. They want to bring you so back you in. know what? Yeah. I don't expect that family, that side of my family or those people in my life that have been there forever to understand when traditions start to change because they don't have that side of their brain that lets them evolve past a certain point. Yeah, you you're gonna get a lot of pushback if you start to to pull away. It's it's the crab theory, you know. You try to crawl out, and right? The crabs try and to that's pull you something millennials get, it, have to it, have to understand that it's okay. You know, I think I think they do. Uh, from the millennials that I've talked to, you and, and everybody else, and all my clients that I've talked, I think you guys understand that perfectly. There's a big difference between understanding it and then following through on it, because sometimes you're the lone wolf. You're the one out there, the black sheep. The one that's going to get shit on. You're the one that people are going to talk about. You're the one that's creating something new. Anytime anybody tries to pull away from the pack, they're, they're, it's like you know a four-alarm fire. And you're going to get a lot of extra feedback and a lot of extra crap for trying to ruin, and I'm using air quotes, ruin the day for everybody. How many people, right. how many people have heard that? I've heard that because, I'm, because I told you, I'm a millennial that was born like 20 years too early. Basically, because I have the same exact type of mentality that that the millennials do collectively in regards to not uh, not being a nonconformist and really seeing things for how it impacts me personally and then the people around me. So it's it's a tough gig and it's a lot. It's very easy to say, yeah, we'll just be strong and and stick to your guns and all that kind of stuff until you get into it where your mom is crying on the phone with you because you're not making it back. Your you know your sister's pissed off, your your nephews won't talk to you anymore uh, because of all this crap. And then you're sitting there going, "Oh, now I feel like a big bag of shit." And you wonder <laughs> totally. why people have a problem with Christmas holidays. Because yeah. they're tr- because they got all this crap going on. But I I have to tell you this from a personal experience, you have to stick to your guns. And if you and if you choose not to choose in, then you're going to get shit for it, but you've got to stick with it. Be consistent. You know, be okay with that initial barrage of guilt or shame that that system is going to put upon you yeah. as you pull away. And I'll tell you And right don't now, be a complete sociopath. No, Understand that these emotions that you feel are real and some people are going to need you to be able to communicate with them why this... You can't just say, I'm not coming home and that's it because I'm busy. Yeah, Lex, you have to messy. communicate in a good way. Right. This is a very, them very, if you can. exactly. This is a messy process, but I think it's a really important process. And our whole thing is about empowering our people and our clients and ourselves. This is a this is a great exercise on empowerment, especially if you feel yourself going into. If you have one tinge of of anxiety about the holidays coming up, then you better 
check yourself, sit down and take some inventory and realize why that's the case, because it shouldn't be the case at all. This should be a time when you can really enjoy your life, the people around that care about you, your circle of friends, your circle of family, not of family just because of family, but a family that care about you. I've got a lot of family members that uh, literally, if, if blood wasn't involved, I would have zero to do with them. Like zero totally. and because, so because I, I have nothing in common that what you're going to do this time of year and what you should do. And if you kind of come off track from that, really sit down, understand that you've accomplished as much as you've accomplished this year, a new year is coming. This should put into perspective the important people in your life, the people that you do think are going to really appreciate just a Christmas card that's like, gosh, thank you for being by my side this year. It's been crazy. But it's also going to put into perspective who maybe you need to communicate a little bit better with so that they understand who you are and why if you can't make it home for something like this, they're like, fuck, that's because she's doing her thing over there and she can't get away. But if those people don't get you and that you love them and they're important to you, maybe you need to put a little bit more effort in communicating with them on who you are. Great point. Great point. Because it's not just about you pulling away because you're like, ah, I'm just going to do what I want to do. It's about you pulling away and being empathetic and understanding that there are people that are going to be hurt for their own reasons. And you're, right. you're, and I, you're it's going like to I have want, to explain yourself. Right. And I want them to understand. It's like, I'm not not going to make it to these holidays, to Easter, to Christmas, mm-hmm. to this traditional Halloween party that we have every year. I'm not be, go, not going to be there because I don't want to be there. I would love to be there. But life gets in the way sometimes. And you know what I'm doing? I'm not taking that as a negative thing. I'm taking it as a positive thing. And we're going to see what happens next year. But you can't dwell on the busyness of life. And you can't dwell on um, all this hard work that you've put into these projects just to let go for one day. You know what I mean? But then that brings me to my next point. My next point is enjoyment is inspiring. You do have to be able to kind of unplug maybe for a day, maybe for a couple days, maybe once every other day, but really enjoy the time because it is a magical time and we're not being Scrooges over here. We're just saying that you can create enjoyment your own way. Absolutely. And that's it. Again, it's a self-reflection. And this is a perfect opportunity for self-reflection because it's almost like everybody takes it down a notch anyway during this period of time. The expectation of working a lot is not there. The expectation of of it, anything else that's going to distract you from everybody getting ready to celebrate together. It's it's all it's an automatic period of time to give yourself the ability to take some, to create some space. And, and also to take some inventory in regards to who's important in your life, what's important in your, in your life, and where you're going to go from there, especially towards the and end And why the they're important. You know what? Sometimes if yeah. you just sit down and you're not thinking about work, you're not reading the latest article, you're not blogging, this is all shit that I'm obsessed with that I have to pull myself away from. I'm always inspired by um, new ideas and I feel like I'm obsessed sometimes and I sit down and I have to like write down all my ideas all the fucking time. But sometimes when I really sit back and enjoy and I plan to sit back and enjoy all of Christmas Day and just be kind of engulfed by family and friends that I have made in the past year, that is inspiring. That's magical to really sit down and watch people communicate and watch people enjoy this socially ordered day fascinating it's fascinating it really is and that that's a great we're programmed we're all programmed human but program is fascinating because the patterns that we create for ourselves 
we have control to change them, but a lot of people don't. So it's crazy to watch. It's like watching robots. <laughs> it, it is. It's life. a great point, and it's and it's the last point that we'll make is the fact that if you find yourself in a in a just a place where you don't want to be, yet somebody's the, the aunt whatever's house that has the terrible jello mold every single year, use that space to take a deep breath and sit down and just take a look around. Take in what you can. Be aware of all of the things that are around you. It is truly fascinating. You'll find out more about what you don't want in your own life versus what is in your life now uh, by sure. taking a look at other people, and that's. That's, that's the magic of the season. So uh, that's anything else? Because that's where I want to. Um, I think I just want to say that up. I've been read, I've been reading a lot of articles that um, we're in Mercury retrograde. This is a great time for manifesting your future and manifesting these goals that you're trying to set. And there's like all these certain last super moons of the year, obviously because um, it's about to be New Year's or whatever, but. Be, you have to have a positive mind and a positive spirit these last couple weeks that we have left in 2016. So don't let Christmas stress you out. Don't let the holidays stress you out because things are changing. So people are going to be kind of weird. So I just wanted to throw that out there. So people really just be aware of their emotions and kind of just try to be positive and still in their space. Keep them in check. Keep them grounded. Good idea. All right. So that there you have it. So have a uh, we hope you have an amazing holiday season and use it to uh, enjoy, embrace it and do some work on yourself. Give yourself some space. Give yourself the gift first before anybody else. And it's the gift of space and awareness and self-nurturing, a little mindfulness, maybe, if, you, if, you're, yeah. if you're into that kind of stuff. So you can listen to us on, uh, of course, my website, javabud.com. You can also uh, re- remark on there, uh, send me some show ideas, like uh, like I'd indicated, Christian won the contest. She sent in a show idea, and we're going to do that next month, as well as listen on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And then Lexi's got her stuff. Yeah, I got a couple new clients going into um, 2017. I actually just finished a relationship psychology class. So I'm just stoked to kind of just jump on some of the stuff I've learned and to just help you guys out. So I have a couple new clients in 2017. Hit me up if you want to chat, Lexi at crucialawareness.com. And I'm just stoked for 2017. We got a lot of new stuff going that is going to help everyone out and help everyone be more aware human being. Which is good. And we'll have a show next week uh, uh, to round out the year and also talk about how we can help you going into the, the next year. The Surrounded by Idiots book will not be out until like springtime or so, but there still are, I mean, I still have uh, counseling uh, with my clients and programs and so does Lexi. And uh, we'll talk uh, next week about uh, what to look forward in the next year, especially after a crazy-ass 2016. So we hope that uh, everybody's... Yeah, don't get started because that's going to be another hour on, on, on the podcast. So uh, like, like we said, uh, have a fantastic Christmas and uh, we will talk to you next week.